it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yo, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Destination Devi Waiver Wire Show. This is Eugene. Um, one of the hosts of the Off the Line Fantasy Football Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Fantasy Genes, that's G-E-N-E-S. I know you're used to hearing Ike intro this show, but he's out this He'll be back with us next week. Also, the one half of the American Game Podcast, America's Game Podcast, Eric Vanek. You can follow him on Twitter at Eric Vanek NFL, or you can follow the, the podcast that him and Scott Connor host on a weekly basis on Saturdays at America's Game Pod on Twitter. Of course, we're going to be hitting on the waiver wires that you should be looking for towards picking up this coming week for your for your fantasy squads. But first, let's go ahead and talk about some of the injuries that of note that that might have affected some of our teams from from this pre previous week of games. Hey, Gene, what's going on, man? And yeah, we had a couple bit of injuries this week for sure. A um, couple significant ones. So first on Mac Jones, he got a significant high ankle sprain injury. I'm guessing he's going to be out about six to eight weeks would be my guess. So it's not looking good for Mac Jones right now. So expect to be out with him for, you know, half the season about, uh, David Montgomery hurt his ankle and knee in the first quarter. Sounds like they're all minor injuries. He's day to day right now. So he could have a chance to play this week. Uh, Jarvis Landry, he's dealing with some foot soreness. He left the game, uh, middle of the game uh, yesterday. They're waiting for more tests still to figure out his. I would guess he could be like a one-week injury, but Jarvis Landry is a warrior. That guy's out there every single week that he can play, so I wouldn't uh, put it past him that he would play this week. Uh, Michael Thomas, he's dealing with a toe injury. Sounds like he's day-to-day as well, so we'll have to see on him. Uh, Dalvin Cook dislocated his shoulder that he's hurt uh, pretty much like the last three years. Says he's going to play this week. He's going to be wearing that harness again. So we'll see how he does. Last time he had this, he actually did pretty damn good. He so. blew up. I remember that game because me and Ike talked about this last year. We were like, man, maybe we should sit him. We didn't start him. And then he went for like 28 carries for like 220 yards and just mm. killed it. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So we'll have to kind of monitor his status through the week. Uh, again, DeAndre Swift, here's another one. He's going to miss probably a week or two with a shoulder injury. Um, he won't need surgery. Coach Campbell said the rest uh, will benefit him. And maybe after the week six bye, he'd be able to come back. So that's kind of what I would think. He'd probably miss weeks four and five. Obviously, week six is the bye. So they'll give him three weeks to get healed. So that's kind of what I'm expecting from DeAndre Swift. 
Uh, Joe Mixon, he was out most of the fourth quarter with an ankle injury that he's been nagging him the last couple weeks. Uh, he says he'll be good to go for Thursday Night Football in a big game against Miami. Uh, that should be a fun game to watch this week. And then uh, Tua, he's dealing with some back and ankle soreness, and maybe uh, his head hurts a little bit too. I would. Um, they just don't want to say that his head hurts. Apparently, when I saw him after he got up and he was just like wobbling, I don't know if he was like it looked like he was about to go into some break dancing. I, I was surprised yeah. that he came back in that second half, man. And then you saw the NFLPA is looking at investigating what what, what exactly went into his uh to clearing him for that second half of the game. So it should be interesting. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, in the Heisman chat, I was like, man, I bet you, he thinks he's back in Hawaii watching finding Nemo. <laughs> he sure did. Back in his, like, <laughs> his elementary school days or something. <laughs> That's true. Not there. So yeah. Nah, hell no. He wasn't there. I know um, to go back to those wide receiver injuries uh, real quick. I know Tra- Traquan Smith came in and he, he played a lot of these snaps that Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry were when they were missing, but he ended up leaving the game uh, towards the end of the game with a concussion. So just to okay. monitor that too. So that might be starting with Chris Olave and somebody like uh, Callaway. Yeah, Callaway. Because yeah. Callaway came in for Michael Thomas and Traquan went to the slot uh, yep. for Jarvis. So. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So I mean, that's, that's the injury notes for you know week three going into week four. So now let's go ahead and talk about some of these pickups for each position. We'll start with quarterback and go all the way down to the, the dreadful tight end position. So the first one, quarterback pickup. So my my interesting waiver wire pickup for quarterback position, if you need somebody, is Geno Smith. Right now he's available on 65% of sleeper leagues. We've seen him perform really good two out of the three games so far this season. This last game versus Atlanta at home, he went 32 of 44 for 325, two touchdowns and an interception. He looked really good, and it's also surprising. I heard a stat. They were saying that Russell Wilson only threw this many times once in his career in Seattle, while you got Geno Smith going into his third game starting for Seattle, and he's already thrown the ball 44 times. So I don't know. It's just I, I guess they didn't really didn't want him to cook. They'd rather see Geno cook than, than Russ. So, But this week they played Detroit. We've seen Detroit kind of you know give up points, give up a lot of yards to the to the wide receiver position or just anybody catching the ball. So I think Gino would be a good pickup for your for your redraft leagues. And then for Dynasty, obviously, is the obvious one is Brian Hoyer, quarterback, new starting quarterback for the Patriots. He's available in pretty much almost all all your leagues. He's probably going to be a, a must add. People are gonna, probably going to be spending majority, if not all their of their fab, just to, you know, just have a just have this, a starting quarterback to probably potentially sell off. So there's really not much analysis outside of Mac being out for at least six to eight weeks with a severe high ankle sprain. So usually, you know, high ankle sprains are the kiss of death for players. So that is my dynasty pickup for this week. What do you got, Eric? Yeah. And just to kind of touch on the, uh, Brian Hoyer stuff. I wouldn't mind picking up like Bailey Zappi too, and just kind of throw him on your bench and see what happens. Cause Brian Hoyer is, I mean, he's a solid veteran, but he's just not very good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if like after a week or two, if Brian Hoyer just completely sucks that they maybe bring in Bailey Zappi mm. uh, just to see what he has. So that's just a, a deeper stash too, that you could um, 
you can think about. Uh, but from what I uh, quarterback that I like this week on the waivers is probably Jared Goff in the same matchup. I do like the Geno Smith call. He's been a really good game manager. He's been uh, pretty solid. I, I could see Lockett and Metcalf having some decent games this week. But I like Goff, too, uh, in the same matchup. Seattle's, you know, giving up some points there to the uh, quarterback. So I think Goff could, you know, he's got uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. He's got uh, Josh Reynolds, DJ Char, Hawkinson. You know, those guys should all do pretty good against uh, Seattle this week. So I like Jared Goff as well. And then the honorable mention, uh, Trevor Lawrence versus Philly. It's a little bit of a tougher matchup. Uh, Philly is one of the best defenses in the league so far this year. So I could see this being maybe a little bit of a struggle for Lawrence, but Lawrence has been so damn good uh, this year so far. If he's still on your waiver wires in your redraft leagues, I wouldn't mind stashing Lawrence and maybe not play him this week, but, um, for the rest of the season, I, w- I wouldn't mind playing him. Yeah, I agree with you in terms of uh, potentially stashing him because it's going to be a little tricky playing against that Philly defense. Uh, so if you're in dire straits, then yeah, pick him up and play him. But for sure, you can stash him because you know Doug Peterson got that offense going uh, with the random players that they have. Some of the random players they have catching passes. So on to waiver, uh, running back waiver wire pickups. My uh, top running back pickup is Khalil Herbert. We saw him go off whenever uh, David David Montgomery was hurt. Khalil Herbert is available in 52% of sleeper leagues currently in redraft. He dominated the touches and snaps once David Montgomery got hurt uh, ahead of uh, Tristan uh, Ebner. He had 22 touches to Ebner's eight, and then in terms of snaps, he was 38 to 15. So when Montgomery's out, Herbert is the guy for Chicago. Um, like I said, Whenever Herbert Prima got the line share of carries, he had 20 carries for 157 yards and two touchdowns and then two receptions for 12 yards. So, again, this is somebody, if you know he's going to get at least 15 touches, you know he's he's probably going to do uh, some some damage versus the other team. So that would be somebody I'd be looking to pick up. And another person I would like to pick up is Samaj P. Ryan. This is somebody you can stash on your bench for sure because Mixon – He's all if you if you've been on the mixing train, you know, he's always got something nagging uh, going on with them. So uh, Samaj P. Ryan is a good good person to have on your roster. He's available in uh, in nine percent of your dynasty leagues. This is a dynasty pickup. So he's available pretty much almost everywhere, which is really surprising when I when I looked and looked up uh, his availability uh, percentages. So um, like we said at the beginning of the show, he played the whole fourth quarter when they held it mixing out. Uh, they said he was good to go, but they just wanted to save him for for the Thursday night game. We'll see. Um, so that's somebody I like, Samaj P. Ryan. And then a couple of the guys I like this week, uh, Jamal Williams, if he happens to be out there in your redraft league, that's obviously a must-add. You, you probably got to spend quite a bit of fab on him this week. I mean, he's probably already owned in most of your leagues. He's had touchdowns in almost every single week, it seems like. But, yeah, Jamal Williams, definitely a guy I want to add if he's out there. Another one is Alexander Madison with uh, Dalvin Cook's injury. You know, Madison, whenever he stepped in for Dalvin Cook, has done really, really good. So if Madison's out there and Cook is out, Madison is definitely a must-start for me this week. And then for a deeper stash – I like Justice Hill a little bit just because the Ravens have told us, hey, it's not Kenyon Drake. He was inactive this week. Mike Davis sucks. 
It's really just Justice Hill and J.K. Dobbins right now. So Dobbins is a little slow. I mean, I think Dobbins in like two or three weeks will probably, you know, get back to his full self and get back in there. But for right now, Justice Hill for the next month or so, I think he's going to be at least a, an RB2 uh, there that can get some yards this week. I think he had 60 rushing yards, had a nice little run. He showed some nice burst. You know, he's the only running back who's even got any burst on that team right now. So I wouldn't mind just stashing Justice Hill, see what happens uh, from there. And then honorable mentions, we have Tristan Ebner with uh, David Montgomery maybe missing a, a week or two. Ebner could come in there and do some of the receiving game work. He's a really good receiver out of the backfield. Uh, he'll probably get a couple carries here and there behind Khalil Herbert. So that's a guy that you can stash. And then Craig Reynolds as well with uh, Detroit with DeAndre Swift mix in the next couple, three weeks. Reynolds is the clear RB3 right now. So Reynolds, he can do a little bit of everything too. Catch it, run it. So he'd be a nice little compliment behind Jamal Williams. Yep, I, I, I like the, the Craig Reynolds just because we already know that Dan Campbell likes running two, two back systems. So And we know Jamal can't do it by himself because Jamal always is always hurt also whenever you start giving him a lot of share of carry. So uh, that Craig Reynolds pickup would probably be crucial for for a lot of these teams, uh, especially in in dynasty. If he's available, he should probably should be available. Honestly, so all right, wide receivers. So my top wide receiver pickup again. I know we mentioned this. La- Eric mentioned this last week, and he's still only thirty four percent owned in sleeper leagues and redraft. Is is Greg Dortch? Um, again, we saw him smash for somebody that you can just pick up for free. Uh, he's gone 13 for 135 and one touchdown in the last two weeks. He's can you believe this? He's wide receiver 19 in PPR leagues right now, which is crazy for somebody that you didn't yeah. even didn't even think about. I, you might have mentioned him during. I think you mentioned him during preseason, but probably people just didn't like. You didn't think none of it because just a small wide receiver trying to make the team. And now look at him. He's an essential part of the passing game right now with with the injuries and. You know, he's a body that they can depend on right now. So go and get him. He He's definitely a must add. And you can put you can probably put in a flex spot right now because, you know, some of these some of these, you know, the, the landscape of fantasy right now lo- looks pretty wacky once you get towards your your flex spots. So it, it'll be a good player to pick up. Uh, another person that I, I would like to mention for people to pick up in redraft leagues is another player that I'm kind of surprised to see out there. And uh, not owned in more than 55, 60% of leagues is Romeo Dubs. Uh, we pretty much had his coming out party this week um, with Sam- Sammy always hurt Watkins out uh, on IR with his soft tissue injury per usual. We saw Romeo Dubs, Dobbs uh, run a participation of about 94% of the routes, which was the most on the team. He ran two more routes than, than Alan Lazard. Romeo Dubs. You can at least have him on your roster for sure. Probably start him because they don't really have nobody else that that he really trusts. Looked like Aaron Rodgers was targeting him any any time that he he needed a play to be made. He he looked towards him first, so that would be my guy. And then for dynasty purposes, I know we mentioned him last week again. Zay Jones, he's available in thirty percent of sleeper dynasty leagues right now. As you can see, he's the clear number two of the Jags offense. We just saw him go ten for eighty five in the touchdown this week. I think he had nine receptions his first week, so he's definitely somebody you can you can go and pick up. I think he's top ten of targets in the league right now too. So it's it's crazy. So say Jones, 
Yeah, I like. I think I talked about Zay Jones a little bit last week. I like that. Yeah, Dubs is very much becoming one of Rogers' favorite weapons. I think he's going to be the wide receiver too on that team. And Greg Dortch, man, he's been doing really good too. He's just there's just nobody else there to throw to, and they got to keep throwing the ball. So Dortch, I think he's kind of uh, surplanted Rondale Moore. So I don't know if yeah. Rondale Moore gets that job back. So that'd be interesting. Uh, but my pickups for this week, I, I like Josh Palmer and KJ Osborne. You know, both of those guys may have gotten dropped in your redraft leagues. Palmer, you know, coming off six for 99, had a really good game this week, especially with Keenan Allen still banged up. Mike Williams doing a disappearing act this week, too. We don't know <laughs> what's up with him. K.J. Osborne. I, the reason I like K.J. Osborne is Minnesota is a very concentrated offense. They're throwing the three receivers. They're throwing the one tight end, and they got the one running back. That is it. So it's yeah. not they're not throwing to very many people. So Osborne is in that trio that's going to be catching balls there so i definitely like kj osborne if he's still out there uh some deep stashes mac collins had his career game this week i think it was like 189 yards and a touchdown now i think a lot had to do with hunter renfro being out but Hollins is still at least going to be the second outside receiver in two receiver sets or three receiver sets so i don't expect Hollins to get ever close to these numbers again but he could be a solid like bi-week fill-in he might be able to get you you know three for 60 something like that if he can do that for you on bye weeks i don't think that's a bad guy to hold on to you know he's at least going to be out there and then the other one that's been doing pretty decent is ben skoranek for the rams with van jefferson going on ir for four more weeks Skoranek is going to be the number three receiver there, and he's done pretty well. Uh, I think he had four for 60 this week. He got you 10 points. You know, he's probably going to sneak in a touchdown here or there as well. So that's another guy I wouldn't mind stashing in my deeper leagues. A couple honorable mentions. Isaiah McKenzie had a really good game in case he got dropped by anybody. And then Traquan Smith, we mentioned earlier, if he clears the concussion protocol, if uh, Jarvis or Michael Thomas are out, Traquan Smith could be a guy in there. Marquez Callaway, another one as well. Yep. Yep. I like the the Mac Jones, the Mac Collins, not Mac Jones, um, pick up, you know, just somebody you can stash on your rosters because, I mean, just if we see uh, – um, no, they're the regular slot guy out again. They only ran three wide receivers the whole game. They had Keelan Cole, Matt Collins, and Devontae Adams. And Devontae Adams was bracketed the entire game. Uh, Matt Collins ran the second most routes on the team. So, and it, this is what the second time we've seen Carr, Derek Carr, you know, heavily target Hollins if Devontae gets bracketed. So, definitely a good stash for sure. Tight ends, uh, the our most favorite position in all of fantasy. <laughs> all right, so we're going back to you know the Cleveland Brown tight end, David Nujoku. Surprisingly, he's only rostered on 37% of sleeper redraft leagues, which is crazy. He had a route participation over 80% again, which is elite for a tight end. And he went nine for 89 and in a touchdown. And again, if you've kind of followed Brissett last year when he when he started you know, kind of the beginning of the season, he he heavily targeted Gasicki and he targeted Walt, uh, Waddle. Brissett loves throwing the tight ends. I don't know what happened the first week, but the last two weeks he's pretty much shown that he loves tight ends. So go get him. That would be, a, a, a you know, a, a primary pickup I would look to add if he's available in your leagues. And Yeah, I got a few more names at tight end. So I like Tyler Conklin still. He's 
been elite at running routes at tight end spot for the Jets this year. I am curious to see with Zach Wilson getting in there, will Zach Wilson throw him the ball? Like, I think things are going to change there because they're not going to be throwing it 50 times a game with Zach Wilson like they were Flacco. I mean, Flacco leads the league in pass attempts right now. So yeah, that's going to go down. So it would be interesting to see how those targets distribute uh, between the three receivers and Conklin. But yeah, he's been doing really good this year. I'll, I'll still hold on to him, especially with how bad tight end has been. Logan Thomas is another one that's just pretty much the only one running routes at tight end for the uh, Washington. So I like Logan Thomas. If he's still out there, that's another guy. He's back and tight end one that you can start every single week. And a couple of the deeper stashes, Hayden Hurst, he was hurt a little bit this week, so he lost some of his playing time. But once he gets healthy, he'll be fine just in that offense. I like him. And then Foster Moreau, he actually had the same amount of targets, uh, more catches, more yards than Darren Waller this week. So I think Moreau is a guy that if something happens to Waller, Moreau is pretty much a tight end one every single week from there. Uh, I've always liked Moreau, and so especially in Dynasty, if it's uh, you're picking up Moreau and holding on to him, he is a free agent at the end of the year, and they obviously just signed Waller. So Moreau could go somewhere and start next year and be really good. So I like him. And then an honorable mention, like, a, like we talked about earlier, the Vikings are only throwing to a couple people. So Irv Smith is another one. Uh, definitely like Irv Smith. He's a little hit or miss, though. I'd rather have guys like Conklin and Logan Thomas over him right now just because – Irv is just not getting the amount of volume that he should be getting. I think the other receivers and the running backs are kind of eating into him too much. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me on the tight ends this week. Yeah, I like that Foster Moreau. He kind of sneaks up on 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 your your on your on your teams whenever he's you know you see him go like three for thirty and you're trying to figure out what's going on. So somebody you can stash on for stash on your roster for sure, especially for best ball. Like I said, he his his production kind of just randomly shows up with three for 30 type games. So you can use all, usually you could use those on your, on your teams, just, you know, a couple points here or there, especially for this, this, this position of tight end for sure. So, but that is it for our show this week. You know, hopefully y'all can go out and, you know, spend some fab or however y'all do waivers and pick up some of these players that we listed out. Uh, Eric, you got anything before we get out of here? No, man, I, I think it was a little bit of a, uh, difficult waiver wire this week to pick some guys. There was obviously some obvious running backs to pick up, but yeah, receivers, it was hard to pick a couple of receivers. Tight end mm-hmm. is always hard. So yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Hopefully I don't want a bunch of injuries and that'll really help this column, but I don't want them to happen because they probably got half of those guys on my team. So yeah, I know <laughs> I definitely don't want that, but now nah, hopefully um, the injuries start calming down. I mean, we've had three, three major quarterback injuries all three weeks this so far. So I'm yep. like, let's stop with these quarterback injuries, please. My super flexes leagues can't handle that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Um, hopefully y'all tap back in next week before we get out of here, make sure y'all tap into our, our all gas newsletter that we put out every Friday at seven Oh one for free. All you gotta do is go to destination Debbie on Twitter. We have the link there. You can go and subscribe for free as always, but until next time we'll holler at y'all. Y'all be safe.